Welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Che. And I'm Ben Peltier. Hong Kong has no shortage of buildings. Great examples of architecture, not so many. But an exhibition of the work of architect Le Corbusier as part of Le French May is here to remind us just what great architecture can look like. We'll also have singer-songwriter Jing Wong in the studio to talk about his new EP and about a new style he's developing, book rock. First, though, during last year's Occupy Central protests, streets in Admiralty, Causeway Bay, and Mong Kok became impromptu galleries for all sorts of artistic expression. As the works reported at the time, on the day of the final clearance in Admiralty, an assortment of volunteer groups rescued much of that art. Last Sunday, a two-week umbrella festival opened, not only showing works from those protests, but also new works from performing and visual artists. <laughs> Yodia 影了很多相,很多相,我估計隨時以萬計的,就是,啊,沒有多少相機的影,有專業的,有新聞攝影記者,有藝術家。有什麼特別的是形式呢? 後來的粉筆少女。The Umbrella Festival, which runs at the Jockey Club Creative Arts Center until May 31st, is organized by teachers and students from the Master of Arts programs in the Department of Cultural and Religious Studies of the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Its focus is the collective memories and creativity inspired by the Umbrella Movement and its 79-day occupation of the streets. Among the contributing artists is Otto Lee, who is showing a controversial artwork featuring the faces of four Chinese leaders that was previously cut out of an exhibition at the University of Hong Kong Museum and Art Gallery. 
He says the museum raised no objections to his work until last November when he received a message from mainland authorities saying that the timing of his exhibit was not proper. The museum counters that it was he who made the decision to withdraw it. Lee says that right now the most important thing for the Hong Kong public to focus on is the issue of electoral reform. Feng Mengbo graduated from the printmaking department of Beijing's Central Academy of Fine Arts, but new media art quickly became his creative obsession. Feng is often labeled the father of computer-based contemporary art in China. On show at the Han Art Tees at Gallery, the loudest is silent. Picturing Feng Mengbo not only brings us Feng's well-known video games, but also new works in which he has returned to painting. My 首先就是说我不把艺术看成是一件严重的事情。我觉得其实艺术是可有可无的,就一直都是这样。Known today for his computer-based artworks, Feng Mengbo was one of the first artists in China to integrate computer technology with art. It all began with a video game that his father bought him in the 1980s. He says that all of the elements in computer games, such as the music and images, are art to him, and he soon realized that this was the direction he wanted his own creativity to take. Among his works are paintings based on video game technology, a CD-ROM art piece called My Private Album, and actual video games of his own, in some of which he appears as a character. He says he enjoys seeing others play them, and forgetting that they are in an art gallery. <笑>我是从一九九三年开始呃买了一台电脑但是当时没想用电脑来做艺术因为那会儿也没有人用电脑来做好像就只是拿着当玩具喜欢喜欢玩然后后来呢就觉得电脑就很有意思因为它跟用
其实这些东西对我来说的政治含义非常的薄弱，我一直不太不太关心这些这些东西。但是它是我的，就是我每天看到的东西和我听到的东西都是这些。我们小时候，嗯，我是生在文革开始的那一年，一九六六年，一直到一九七六年文革才结束，所以我的小学的时间整个都是在这个这个这个期间度过的。应该说，呃，给小孩留下的那种印象跟。大人的感受肯定是特别的不一样，因为大人可能会觉得很，这真的是很日子很不好过，很不容易。但是小孩其实觉得还好，尤其像我小时候，因为上课的时间就更少，就是自由的时间就更多一些，而且可以有很多创作的机会。In 2012, he decided to move away from his computers and paint again. He had begun to feel that computers had become too ubiquitous. Almost anyone could get one. No longer as special or unique as they had once been, they had lost some of their mystique. At the exhibition's opening, he gave a music performance. I, uh, like music for many years. It's been used in my own work. So it's like painting. For me, it's a thing. Painting is a one-time event. Performance is the same. Next time, it won't be the same. 其实我觉得这个展览本身是一个，它是个 hyperlinks， 它其实是一直在每一张画都跟每一张画之间都有关联。我可以做一个特别大的一个网站，让它每张画都能够联系起来。虽然看起来非常松散，就这样。画我觉得包括别的艺术品也好，还是看着有一点搞不懂，有一点莫名其妙的，这是一个，这是一件有趣的事。We'll be back after the break. See you then. Welcome back. Recently, old controversies over the political affiliations and sympathies of Swiss-French architect Le Corbusier were reawakened with the publication of two books calling him a militant fascist, an anti-Semite, and a fan of Hitler. The books were published not long before last month's opening of a three-month exhibition at the Pompidou Center in Paris to mark the 50th anniversary of his death. In his work, too, Le Corbusier is both praised as the father of modern architecture and reviled as a pioneer of drab and utilitarian residential blocks. You can make up your own mind at the City Hall, where the first major local retrospective of his work opened early this month, showcasing original drawings, sculptures, and models. Uh, when you arrived in Paris in the 20s, Paris was a such creative city at that time. Every artist from all over the world were there, like uh, Picasso, Braque, Mondegliani. So after the Second World War, French was in a very bad situation. We had the destruction of the World War everywhere in, uh, from the east to the south. And uh, Le Corbusier got a commission from the Ministry of Reconstruction to do a very important building in Marseille. 75% of the French people uh, used to live in a house. You will not have enough space in France to offer that. So that's why he proposed a very intelligent program with the Cité Radieuse in Marseille. And he said, uh, I am going to build a building where you will have all the facilities. So in this building, you have everything. You have a school, you have a bathroom, a swimming pool, a place to do sport. You have a, a commercial center with a grocery, supermarket, and everything. Le Corbusier 
Charles-Édouard Gris is by any standards one of the 20th century's most influential architects. He famously described a house as a machine for living in. The functional concrete housing units that he pioneered influenced architecture all over the world, including Hong Kong, where the style became a hallmark of public housing in the 1970s. But his design work went beyond architecture. Le Corbusier was very unsatisfied by everything. I think because he was unsatisfied by everything, he was very creative. And uh, after designing uh, many uh, buildings, he was totally unsatisfied by the quality of the piece of furniture made at that time. Uh, he designed a piece of furniture like this uh, very famous uh, chair, iconic uh, armchair. In early 1917, Le Corbusier met the post-Cubist French painter Amédée Ozenfant. They developed a new concept of painting called purism. This painting is especially representative of the purist style because there is just objects who are made by a machine. Everything is not coming from the nature. It's really uh, a combination between art and uh, architectural drawing. And the color is, it itself are very, very specific and chosen by Le Corbusier. Specific yellow, spe specific red, specific blue. He also used into his architecture. Impact to the people into this painting first and then he reintroduced them into the architecture. He started to collect many things, many objects like uh, shaves, uh, stone, bones. Uh, he found uh, when he was uh, uh, having fun uh, on the beach or walking in the, in the forest. And he reintroduced his object into this painting. And afterward, he reused the, the work he did on this object into his architecture. You can recognize here a shaves. Uh, you can uh, also recognize stone. Uh, you have here again uh, uh, this uh, particular shape of uh, shapes and he really uh, wanted to redesign and to accept the different kind of shape to make a new architecture. Next month, local singer-songwriter Jing Wong is planning to release his new EP. He acknowledges the influence of the White Stripes and the Black Keys, but says he's now turning away from his former folk music style and wants to channel his frustration and anger into his own musical genre, which he calls book rock. Hi, Jing. Welcome back to the studio after so many years. Yep, six years maybe? It's been six years. Yeah, around six years. So tell us, what is book rock? Book rock is basically rock. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, I struggled really hard to find a name to describe my music because uh, I started off with like folk and then it was more folk rock. Uh, but then I progressed into something else. I, I don't think folk rock kind of uh, describes my music style because, well, obviously it's very uh, slightly poetic, like a lot of storytelling. But then the music style, the arrangement and the way I use the guitar is uh, it's more raw and like powerful than like normal what you would expect from folk rock. So somehow I kind of just made this word book rock, made up this, this term, and uh, I think it suits it. Yeah. And what brought the change, going from a very folk background to a more rock-oriented background? Well, I think a lot of it is also about being a musician. 
in a city where people don't really care about music that much. So there's a lot of like uh, frustration maybe, like in my career-wise and, and also like emotionally, like relationships. And uh, I kind of grew up a bit and I experienced more. Uh, some people around me passed away, close people passed away. So um, the whole album and the music style kind of like came from my, my experiences. Mm. Yeah. And you speak of an album, you've just recorded a new EP. Tell yeah. us about the EP and uh, what can people find in the EP? It's called How to Disappear and How to Disappear is... Um, it's, it's like um, I always write my songs and it, it's like, a, like it's writing a journal. So it's all what, what has been happening to me. So like I was saying, like my, my friend passed away and uh, I also experienced... Like my, my dad passed away like many, many years ago and it kind of brings back that kind of... Um, it's certain kind of sadness. It's like so. The whole album is, is this, and also the society. What happened in September? Mm. Uh, and so I wrote a song called Black Monday, and like how the world. Like I think a lot of um, the way we think is, is distorted nowadays, and also how there, there's too much information in the world. Everyone wants to get famous, and you get kind of uh, easily. It feels like you'll disappear very easily. Mm. So that's why it's called How to Disappear. Okay, and this is a, you have a release party on the 26th of June. Yep, in Backstage Live and Central. If people wanted to find out more information, where can they go to do that? On my Facebook page, my music, uh, music fan page. Okay, yeah. great. And uh, can you play us a song tonight then? Definitely. I'll play Shipwreck. Nice. Yeah. I had a shipwreck in my head. Oh no, I was drowning on my bed. It seems crumbling over me. Oh no, can you pour me a cup of tea? And then the walls started closing in. Get out of my skin Then the light started fading out, out Oh no It feels like the world has turned their music loud Imagine ourselves in the sky, look at the tears in our eyes, teardrops of blues and ocean of you, reflections of our long day, the siren is singing, the song of regret, the best time that we never had, I feel like the oceans of blue and depression, sirens are dragging me down, the sirens are dragging me down. Oh no, 
I wait and hope he'll set me free. Oh, oh, oh. But no one said he tried to hold me down. Oh, no. I try and save me. Do you want me down? But when I looked, it was like a dream. Oh, no. This man was me. I was a 17. Turn back time.